Hey guys, Maria Menunos here. Before your favorite TV after show begins, we want to let you know about my new show on Sirius XM Stars Channel 109. It's called Conversations with Maria, and it's live Monday through Friday at 10 a.m. Pacific, 1 p.m. Eastern. Go to conversationswithmaria.com for more info. Buzz you later. You're tuning in to the online broadcast network, After Buzz TV. Over 20 million weekly downloads in over 150 countries, and your number one source for after show entertainment. <laughs> TV, the destination for TV superfans, producing aftershows for over 300 of your favorite TV shows, interviewing celebrities and showrunners, and bringing you behind-the-scenes exclusives. All thanks to E! Entertainment's Maria Menounos, producer Kevin Undergaro, and internet leader Akamai. Now, let the buzz begin! Hey there, Muppets fans! Welcome back to AfterBuzz TV's The Muppets After Show. I'm your host, Zach Wilson. We're ready to meet the panel. <laughs> I don't know, I wasn't sure exactly where I was going with that. But as I said, I'm your host, Zach Wilson. Follow me on Twitter and Instagram, all those places. That's Zach Wilson. Tweet me throughout the show. Autumn Chickless is here. Hello, everybody. I am here. My name is Autumn Chickless, and you can find me all over the internet. Internet, Twitter, Instagram, all that stuff, at Autumn Chickless. Steve Coppin. And I'm... Oh, I have to stop that now. All right. I'm Steve Kaufman. You can find me on Twitter at Steve Kaufman. That is K-A-U-F-M-A-N-N. I'm going to go back to doing this. And I'm Katie Cullen. You can find me on Twitter at Kiaje. That's K-I-A-X-E-T. We are keeping track of the hashtag ABTV Muppets. And as soon as I can get my uh, iPad to behave, we're also going to be keeping track of the live chat. So if you've got something fun to say, throw it in there and we will take a look at it. Well, guys, the whole panel's <laughs> back. Yay! I know. We're here. It's been a while. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Someone's yeah. going to give yeah. that. Come by that naturally. Autumn's the only one not, uh, who's got too much self-respect not oh, to do. <laughs> who said anything about self-respect? <laughs> uh, all right. Uh, well, we're back with Silk Off. Silk Off. Uh, okay. Has, has anyone ever taken an aerial silk class here? I have a friend nope. who did it, and she was like unable to lift her arms for like a <laughs> solid week after it. Apparently it's great for you. I can't imagine like the strength it takes to do that. Because I've watched it, I'm just like, how? I would love to try it and fail at it and try it again and get slightly better. I would would either wind I would either wind up like Piggy, just like flailing down, tumbling over and over, or I just wouldn't be able to get up. I'd just be like struggling and pretty sure I wouldn't be able to make it up there. Like (laughs) I would just get stuck. Honestly, I'd take the pole dancing class over the silk class because if I fall off of a pole, there's going to be far less gravity between me and the ground. <laughs> That's true, but there's something <laughs> there's something that seems so classy about aerial silk classes. You know what I mean? There's something innately kind of like Cirque du Soleil. Mm-hmm. Yes, but gravity. Yeah, lessening my chance of dying. But yeah. <laughs> also, but I think I mean, we as a society have grown to taking a pole dancing class is still is now classy. Oh yeah, I'm not. It's, it's not that I'm dissing yeah. pole dancing. It's that if I could do anything with my life, it would be be a Cirque du Soleil performer. I have none of the ability <laughs> at all. You just want to do it. Neither it's do just I. I, I. That's what when I close my eyes and dream, that's what comes up is me and Ariel Silk. So I, mean, anyway. look, I don't have enough ability to be a Cirque du Soleil like, audience performer, like <laughs> the person they pick out. So <laughs> um, let's let's dive into this episode. Um, two really two plot lines. Yeah, we got um, an in Andy story here. Uh, yeah. Piggy needs a friend. The, the, I guess Piggy was sort of the B story. 
in this one. I don't know that that was the thing. I didn't. I don't know if one was A and one was B. They sort of shared equal screen time. Yeah, it was mm-hmm. interesting. And focus. They were definitely they were pretty evenly split. Yeah. She's kind of been the B story of her show, and that's the concern that she expresses that now that everyone else is on more, I'm on less. Yeah, it, like, I mean, yeah, even though it was, even though it was the title was from her storyline, like we spent, I feel I didn't, we didn't count it, yeah, but I feel like we spent more time with Kermit and Pache. I feel like this has to be the A storyline though, because she's been the B storyline so much, and then just by default, if like the tie is going to go to the runner. Uh, I, I mean, I well, the thing is, you don't have to have an A and yeah. B. No, not technically. Regardless, they got pretty much equal screen time, mm-hmm. and it was uh, it was interesting. They were both kind of fighting for friends in a way. Yeah, kind yeah. Of a, well, yeah. one was common theme. Yeah, I mean, one was quite literally fighting for friends, and then the <laughs> other ones, what uh, other story kind of surrounded bribery and who your real friends are. Yeah, mm. so, I. What did you guys think overall of this episode? I'm curious. I thought it was alright. I didn't think it was as good as last week's episode, but I don't think they can all be as good as last week's episode. I did enjoy it for what Mm -hmm. it was worth. And they weren't kidding about suits. They yet yeah, no seriously. You have man walks by in a well fitting suit. Oh, and it's like hello. <laughs> that is true. Yes, it is quite dashing. I thought yeah. um, you of all people, and I understand what you're talking about, but it was hilarious. Uh, I thought that. You would have loved it because it was so Uncle Deadly heavy. I freaking love Uncle Deadly. I know you oh do. Oh my god! That's... Are you following Uncle Deadly on Twitter? I'm not. Is I he on should Twitter? be. Oh yeah, I think it's uh, Uncle by Deadly. Is Uncle by Deadly. At Uncle by Deadly. Yes. I'm um, following Piggy, and she is the mistress of unintentional negging. And so, <laughs> it's just... Steve, I think we need to both get suits. We're both sitting here in t-shirts. I don't know, but I, your, your but, t-shirt is so fantastic. Kermit the Frog is forest green. I love it. Him. And it's like it's a little Kermit sitting on a bench in his red sneakers. Also, <laughs> join me tomorrow night on After Buzz TV where, I, where I'll be doing suits and I'll be wearing a suit. Oh, there you go. Yeah, like, well, tomorrow I'm, night doesn't help me. Sorry. I just, <laughs> I'll send you a... I'll text you a picture. All right. Anyway, back on track. Uh, <laughs> oh, no. That is on track. <laughs> Anyway, um, I, I don't know. I, I really like the suit plot. I think there was a lot of good jokes out of it. Mm-hmm. But I I don't like this character of Pache. And I don't mean, like, as a viewer, like, I'm like, yeah, fight the man. Like, that. Like we're against that character. I don't like this character. He seems um, as a plot device. As a plot device. I don't like him being in the show. This is... It was the same way I felt, and I, I wasn't here. We, I think we talked about it briefly last week. Yeah, was yeah. that like I just I don't I I didn't have a problem with the first half of the season. The first half of the season was great, mm. and so when you're bringing in a character who's basically your facsimile for the changes that you're making, right? And you're like, oh, we're fighting with this guy. It's like, yeah, but he's the one ruining the show, and. It's starting. I'm starting to feel it on mm. the actual show. Only because he's the most like one-dimensional. Hey, I'm yeah. coming in here with exposition and problems. Yeah, here's, the, here's yeah. the difference. Let's compare this to Thirty Rock. In the that Thirty Rock did a lot of product placement jokes. Yes, they dealt with it a lot because it was especially it was burgeoning at that time. It was just coming into the scene. Yeah. They did it brilliantly. It never Agreed. felt super... While it was the same basic gag of, like, we don't want to do product placement, mm-hmm. while we're mentioning all yeah. the product placement that we have to do. Um, Snapple guy in the elevator. Does <laughs> um, anybody tell me how to get to HR from the Snapple bottle? Great. 
Um, but when it was delivered by Pache, it was just like, yeah, this guy's here to deliver the product placement. It wasn't like... sponsored this episode. It wasn't like when Jack Donaghy did it, and we like this guy, so we're like, kind of okay with him doing this. Well, and, and, it, and it came from... It felt more organic, where yeah. it was like, Lemon, you have to do this. Also, you need a baby, and here's all... Here's where we're moving forward with this episode. Even when they were, also like, clearly forcing it and, like, literally, literally winking at the camera, mm-hmm. yeah. it never felt inorganic to the show. Yeah, I completely understand that. I mean, I have kind of mixed feelings about the concept because when it comes to, like, the deus ex machina kind of, like, omnipotent person who just mm. mysteriously comes in and explains everything... Um, I do appreciate every once in a while a bit, like in uh, the way in 30 Rock did it, uh, self-referencing. Mm-hmm. Even though that was less of a deus ex machina, but you get well, the yeah, breaking but, the fourth wall. You know, but yeah. when, it took, when it comes to breaking the fourth wall and kind of be uh, letting your uh, your audience know that you are self-aware and that we're just going to go for the ride anyway, there there is an element of kind of really... It can be very clever, and I really enjoy it. But I understand where you're coming from in this particular circumstance because it almost feels like it's a little too meta. You know what, you know what it is? I mean? It's because they did, well, the, here's the difference. Like Thirty Rock, when they were doing it, they like they let the audience be in on the joke. Where like literally, like Liz Lemon turns to the camera and goes, "Like, can we have our money now?" <laughs> and like she plays with the audience about the fact. Yeah. But this mm-hmm. was just giving it to us, and then just it was a plot point. It was just, it was just not enough, it was, it was, they were acknowledging it while also, it wasn't like they just went to a Pinkberry and talked about Pinkberry for which a is, second. Which is funny because it's the Muppets, like, we're completely on board for some fourth wall breaking. Yeah. You're the Muppets. You can do whatever you want. You can totally get away with that. And I want this character, Pache, to literally just be so two-dimensional that he's funny for how two-dimensional he is. I think they're trying to get that far, but this is only the second time we've had Pache, and mm-hmm. he hasn't had the first half of the season for us to get used to him. Like, we've had that long to get used to Chip the IT guy, who was horrifying the first time we yeah. saw him. and has But gotten, in a great way. But he's also gotten funny, and we haven't had that chance with pizza yet. I, so I, I'm, I'm, I'm willing to wait. I'm willing to give it a little bit of time, because... We haven't had it yet. He's had a cumulative eh, 15 minutes of screen time over two episodes. Yeah, uh, yeah I'm, I'm definitely with you, and I think the thing that it's missing is the wink-wink, because the meta element is there, but it doesn't have the playfulness yeah. yet of, hey guys, we're mm. uh, we're product-placing by saying we're not wanting to product-place. How clever are we? Isn't that silly? Anyway, back to the plot. It just kind of forced its way excuse me, in there. Um, oh, we that, can't wait, but don't make fun of the product. I was mm. like, oh, okay, so yeah, they told you not to make fun of the product. Exactly. That being right. said, I'm with you in the sense that I think that there's potential there. Like, give it some time. I'm willing to give it some time and see if Pache develops as an antagonist. Right now, I'm not entirely convinced, but I'm not completely turned off yet. I am so incredibly neutral. (laughs) Everyone wants to see someone be really, really apathetic towards something. It's not apathy. Neutral as heck. I'm I'm just... It's not apathy. I'm negative on him. He's like... They smashed... I I can see the pitch now. He's Jack Donaghy meets Aziz Ansari. And... But except that there's nothing redeeming about the character they made. And if you don't... Like, even a villain needs to be redeeming in one feature. Like... Mm -hmm. Maybe they'll go there. So far, not. So where they haven't done. Or 
or they just need to make him so two-dimensional. He's not redeeming. He's just... He's silly. He's like a I'm silly I'm waiting villain. for it to hit that direction, honestly. He's not... I don't he, see them redeeming him at all. Yeah, but mm-hmm. he's not wacky enough. He's just kind of a dick. Yeah. I, I, could, I would like to see them go wackier. I think that there's a lot of potential with the idea of an antagonist who comes in and like does all the does all of these things to totally mess with the show but he's only been in two episodes so far granted there haven't been many mm. but if he's going to be a consistent antagonist I feel like they should use him as a consistent antagonist and not just like a device that comes in every once in a while when it feels yeah. like oh we need a plot point oh we need a plot point you know what I mean yeah all right so we talked a lot yeah. about Pache yeah. complained a lot um I did. I did like a lot of uh, of stuff in this episode. We did get some confirmation about Carmen and Denise. Yes. yes. Yeah. Um, as uh, thank you, Boo, for uh, reminding us. <laughs> think, yeah, they're they're broken up. Like they're and Kermit's not. He's like a little sad. He's caught her up. <laughs> so sad. No, of course he is. I mean, he's uh he's lost two pigs in his life. And <laughs> of course. I've always been Team Piggy. I know Katie and I disagree with it. It must be a hard day for you, but... I'll live. I know, <laughs> I'm sure. But um, <laughs> that being said, it was kind of a... Uh, it was sad to see him so distraught. Mm. Yeah. And again, I was more against the device of, here's a new relationship, let's torpedo it in favor of the old one. Like, well, why did you even bother except to create drama? Mm-hmm. Which is more why I was Team Denise than, oh, they're my OTP5 ever. Yeah. yeah, I was Team Denise as well, only because people move on, yeah. and I want and like shows need new characters. But I think part of this is them responding to the backlash on Denise, which yeah. is sad because yeah. I feel like they could have run with it and it would have been okay, or at least if they were going to go this direction, have it last for at least a season. Yeah, I understand. Boy, that. this was short lived because it, it was basically again just like they changed showrunners and then they just. That's why I think that's why I was saying Pache frustrates me is because it's so clearly like the network and this new showrunner coming in and saying like, "Well, you didn't like what we gave you, <laughs> except that we did," and then they veered it off in a different direction, which is like not. It's it had to be significantly better than what we were getting if it was going to be so different. Right. I, I definitely they make a very strong point to kind of self-reference the idea of staying relevant. Yeah. Which I totally understand, but I... There are certain things that I really did like about this episode, which Uncle Deadly, I love. Oh like my Katie, god, So yes. we should probably move on to... Can, can yeah, let's the, talk about Uncle Deadly. Can we get the Uncle Deadly spin-off show or web series, <laughs> like, now? Can, can, I, can I see can him just, in Clueless? The gender-swapped... Uh, I want, yeah, I want to see the extended I, version guys, of that. Guys, I invited you to his scene. version of Knocked Up. Oh it was really good. The gender swapped, knocked up. Was him we and, just uh, had an Mpreg drop. That he, okay. It was him and Catherine Heigl. But Catherine Heigl played the Seth Rogen parts, and then he played the Catherine Heigl parts. Oh my god, they actually bring. Catherine it was amazing. Heigl. Wow. I oh. sent you all the Facebook invite. Damn it! I didn't see it. I have to go back and look. I just I I generally ignore this weekend. I generally right. ignore what Steve sends me. So <laughs> I, <laughs> but poor Piggy. I mean, she's. Poor Piggy and not poor Piggy, because on the one hand, she kind of digs her own grave by being such a narcissist. I mm. don't think she gets it. No, of course she Honestly, doesn't. She, it, it's, She's Piggy. I hesitate she, to say this, but it's a one percenter kind of thing where it's like, well, I'm up here. Oh, look, hello, all you little peons down there, and just doesn't understand mm. that 
How many goggles do you have? That <laughs> don't, bad well, obviously, you've never uh, flown first class, but that's okay. I'm paying. Like, oh, yeah. I mean, but that's kind of the joke of Piggy is the fact that she's such a you know diva. Yeah, she is. I mean, now we talk about like egomaniac, but her whole spiel is that she's a diva. Yeah, and so it's obviously hilarious to watch her kind of interact with the real world. And I knew pretty early on in the episode that the whole turnaround was going to be, of course you have a friend, Uncle Dudley, he's with you constantly. So, like, that was pretty predictable. That being said, it was still pretty sweet. I mean, like I said, I love Uncle Dudley. And the two of them do make an adorable pair in the sense that he's, like... I mean, Rube, oh, the uh, when they bring in RuPaul at the end, but I guess we'll get to that. I just love that... Uh, as much as I saw it coming, I liked the little bit of sentimentality surrounding their relationship. Yeah. Yeah. Um, what do you guys think of the two uh, the two cameos in the we got because we got RuPaul, mm-hmm. yeah, um, and they did some they did a, a drag race sketch to help I, tie up the uh, the Kermit versus Pache story. Swedish Chef with those sunglasses was glorious. I, I wish we had more Swedish Chef on the show because he's just kind Jesus, of in Jesus. and out. Jesus, yeah. Jesus, 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 <laughs> what on earth? I I do agree. Well, we need inspired more. Inspired by Kanye's. Drop crotch leather, leather pants, sweat. Yeah. Oh my god, that man! Is he? Is that? Is he deciding fashion right now? I think Kanye is a muppet. Um, I, I'm on board. Yeah, tell me I'm wrong. I could see it. I could totally yeah. see it. Oh, hashtag, no. hashtag Kanye is a muppet. Twist. You <laughs> <laughs> started it. It comes okay. CNN breaks it tomorrow. <laughs> it's like, oh shoot! He's actually just made of felt. Yeah, RuPaul. Well, I mean, RuPaul obviously had the whole fashion thing when the, uh, yeah. Pache takes um, the writers in to get new suits mm. and uh, tries to bribe them with the cashmere tunnel. I will say I liked. I don't want your money, and then he takes the check. Like uh-huh. that was great. I thought that was pretty funny. That, that was, was really cu- funny. that was cute. Old gag. Like, of course it's I, an old gag, yeah. but it's it's the Muppets. Gag's a gag. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm just old saying. Old gag, these guys. I'm just saying. Um, but then we got, um, we also had Ingrid... Uh, Michelson. Michelson. Yeah. Thank you. I was looking it up. My phone came up with Bergman. I'm like, that's not the right one. Not the right no, Ingrid. Ingrid Michelson, who is um, awesome. And yeah. I her. Great. Yes. I mean, like, I don't know if it was truly a live performance or if they just used it recording, but whatever it was, I love that song. She's a phenomenal singer. Yeah, she is. Um, my, I, these were all great guests to they have. They didn't give them much to do. Exactly. No. They, again, just, I don't want to, I don't want to rag on the show too much, but I like, it's because I loved the first half of the season so much. Right. Mm-hmm. And I felt like they used the guests so much better to start with. Yeah. Like, Lena Dunham and yeah. Kermit's crush on her. That's a great way to use a star, a guest star. Yeah. Like right. because it involved. She wasn't even on screen for that much time, but she, but her coming became an event that was part of the show. Or the Dave and Grohl it was animal. organic. Dave Grohl versus Animal. Whoever thought of that is a freaking genius. I, I'm yeah, sure more people. I'm sure more people have seen that video on Facebook than have seen the show. And that's yeah. not a knock on the show. I'm sure plenty and, of people see and the show. Ru- and the idea of RuPaul coming in to do fashion was great, but I didn't need it to be as a sketch on the show. Well, there could have actually been 
some kind of plot point with it instead of like insert random star here yeah. and some random star here. You know what I mean? Yeah. Honestly, I- I've been treating these first few episodes like it's the start of a new show because essentially it is. Mm. Mm-hmm. And so it took a yep. few episodes for the first half of the show to find its footing. I'm willing to step back a bit and give it a few episodes for this half of the show to find its footing as well. Well, they've only got three more episodes yeah. to Seriously? get it. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it's 16. They were only <laughs> supposed to do 13 episodes this year. They got 16 instead after the mm-hmm. whole they shift. Did. So. We've only got three more episodes to go. We're we're sort of we, we're sort of winding down on times. Is there anything else that you guys have thought about this episode? Any favorite moments? This is not a positive note. <laughs> yes. Favorite <laughs> jokes. Favorite deadly in clueless. Just oh my god. Deadly in clueless was excellent with his. So I was like totally. <laughs> <laughs> Gloria Estefan yes. is still there. Yeah. Mm. Steve, what about you? Favorite part of the episode? I, that that got me too. I gotta <laughs> say, I really it was a smaller moment, but I really loved at the end with um, Rizzo and Gonzo and Pepe when they're like, we we learned not to ju- like judge our friends by like what they ge- what they give us. It's, it's especially now that Kermit gave us these. Suits. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that was cute. That was a cute little moment. Yeah. It's um, great again, like learning. That's Muppets. They're learning a lesson, but not and being ridiculous at the same time. Well, <laughs> and I think that the reboot has more heart and less edge. Like they're still kind of keeping along the same route, but they've softened it a little bit. Go back to the edge. Mm. I like Muppets at the edge. That's where I like it. That's my yeah. final thoughts. Anybody? Anybody else? Final thoughts? I'm good with this. Yeah. I enjoyed it. All right. Um, we'll be back next week with more Muppets here at AfterBuzz TV. Until then, Katie Cullen. I'm Katie Cullen. You You can find me on Twitter, Tumblr, and Instagram at Kiaxet. That's K-I-A-X-E-T. I'm also on Snapchat at Kia Prime. Arrow's tomorrow. Star Wars Rebels is tomorrow. And we have the season finale recap of Ruby in which we kind of cry into the microphones for an hour. (laughs) Thursday at 6 p.m. with Miles and Carrie. And I'm Steve Kaufman. You can find me right here, right now, but also on Twitter at Steve Kaufman. That is K-A-U-F. M-A-N. That's only for you, Zach. <laughs> I'm going to be doing Suits tomorrow night, also Modern Family, and a bunch of other stuff that I tweet about regularly. And I am Autumn Chickless. You can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Autumn Chickless. That's spelled C-H-I-K, not C-K, C-H-I-K-L-I-S. And I'm on a lot of different After Buzz shows. I do some popcorn talk, and I'm going to be doing Inside the Documentary soon. So uh, awesome. that is where you can find me. Cool. You guys can find me on Twitter, Instagram, and now on YouTube at that Zach Wilson. I just started doing some stuff talking about TV. I'm writing a new one that's focused on some comedy stuff, so you comedy fans will be tuned in for that. I'm trying to get to a thousand subscribers by the end of this year. This is my stretch goal. Um, so YouTube.com slash user, I guess, slash that Zach Wilson. You'll find it. Um, and then uh, a bunch of shows here at After Buzz. Guys, I'm Zach Wilson. Thanks for geeking out with us. From executive producers Maria Menounos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other After shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz <laughs> you later. later! The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals.